another episode of Politics and Brown Liquor. So, see, what are we going to talk yeah. about today? Oh, have we got a show for you? We are talking about Seattle. Ooh, it's Chaz. Chaz. Cher's daughter, Chaz. <laughs> well, see, that's what I thought, but no. <laughs> Thankfully, it is not, uh, not Chaz Bono. And we figure out but, what Chaz means in the episode. <laughs> we do. Yeah. We do. So we do figure that out. We also, you know, talk about uh, Trump and Melania's relationship. So, you yeah. know, kind of getting down and down and dirty. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Oh, and then later we feel the question from a list, a loyal listener and a delve into, you know, third party politics. Yeah, that was a great discussion, too. So uh, look mm -hmm. forward to everyone hearing that and contact us after the show at politics and brown liquor at gmail.com. Yes, and make sure to like and subscribe and uh, send us some brown liquor. All right, let's get on with the show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're seeing what I'm seeing on the screen, right? <laughs> oh, I definitely see what you're seeing on the screen. For better for words. No, I don't so know what E and I are seeing. <laughs> well, whatever it is, it's darn funny. Yeah. So what E and I are seeing on the screen, wait, you scroll up a little bit, you're losing me. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is on Twitter. This is from Cow Dog. Autonomous zone gone wrong. Yeah. Hashtag Chaz meets ha meets hashtag Chud. The homeless ate all of our food. There's nothing left but Slim Jims, and we're all vegans. So so I, I mean I I have not pressed pl uh, the screen yet, so we don't know what the sound is. So I'm gonna hit the sound. So bear with us. We have not okay. heard this, and I'll put this in the show notes if I can make it in the show. Get this in the show notes because this is hilarious. So let's see. Here we go. Here we go. Oh my god. Here we go. Oh my god. Oh, yeah, I think you're gonna have to turn up your internal speakers. Yeah. <laughs> oh that's yeah, that's just I, I, yeah, that's just coming from us the, the the laptop so you can't hear. I, but it's somebody that looks like remember the Blair Witch project <laughs> old movie? Oh it, yeah. It looks like somebody's yeah. parodying this. this oh yeah, and this and this and this idiot is literally crying. Yeah. Well, like I think, I think they're parroting. I think they're making, they're mocking all of the uh, so-called protests. I don't know. I don't know. She's pretty committed. Or at least <laughs> she's I, good. I, I she's think good. She's but it's funny. This is funny. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna like this. So, but that's oh, what. Let's. I mean, have you seen? Have you seen what's going on in Seattle? Have you seen any of the videos? And Unfortunately. All oh my god. I've seen videos. I've seen pictures. Yeah. This is the most. Yeah. I, I'm amazed. I'm amazed what's going on in Seattle. Just this is it, it, the irony of it all is amazing. The the total media whitewash of it is amazing. And then we have literally yeah. the flies happening in the city of Seattle right now. Just amazing. I know. And Owen oh, here and three three hours ago, judge ordered Seattle to stop using tear gas during protests. <laughs> well, they, I mean, for those, if you guys haven't tuned into what's going on in Seattle, you're either listening to or watching CNN or MSNBC because they're not reporting it. But Seattle is in chaos no. right now. They have the protesters, yeah. quote unquote, have taken over six city blocks, maybe more now since I've yeah. last checked. 
And most, most likely. So even a day ago, so this is from a day ago. This isn't even from today. Tacoma woman accused of set, setting five Seattle police cars on fire. Oh my gosh. So police they, chief abandoning Seattle's East precinct yeah. today's protest was not my idea. I mean, then there's this thread from the Seattle mayor who basically is saying everybody's peaceful. The Trump has said that there's there's protesters walking around with guns. She says there's no Trump protesters walking around with guns. Well, no, there is. There's a video of it. <laughs> there's this guy, I forget his name. Right, right. He's a rapper. And you know what that means when he says he's a rapper? It means he's out of work. So he's a rapper. Yeah. And he's walking around. Well, with no, no, but he has a very expensive grill. That's right. He's walking around what they say is an AK-47. I'm sure it's not. I'm sure it's just a rifle mm -hmm. of some sort. But he's walking around with a firearm. And uh, there's a video of him talking to somebody who's spray painting the wall. And they, he's <laughs> telling him, you know, there's somebody in there. No, nobody's working there. No, somebody's working there. And then he says to him, we're the police now. I'm the police now. So they've totally taken over. It's unfreaking believable what's going on in the city of Seattle. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So here, I just pulled up um, Google Net news head uh, news headlines. So according to Seattle News, um, Yahoo. This is from Yahoo News. Seattle Police yeah. Chief, we're not going. We're not able to get to nine one one calls for rape or robbery in autonomous zone. <laughs> that was twelve hours ago. Twenty two hours ago, Seattle P Police report nine one one response times have tripled since closure of East Precinct in Capitol Hill. Oh my god! Like, <laughs> I mean. It's it's unbelievable. Let's see. Right before our eyes, right before our eyes, this has happened. I got an article. Yeah. Pull this article from the USA Today today uh -huh. that totally minimizes and whitewashes what's going on. It says uh, in Seattle, a group of peaceful protesters have cornered off several city blocks and established the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. All right, peaceful protesters. Cornering off several city blocks is not peaceful protesting. They've taken over. No, so, no. It says here, this, it goes I on. I believe it's called occupation, right? <laughs> no, it goes on. This is from USA Today. No surprise, right? A sort of protest haven where artists paint murals, speakers discuss <laughs> topics of racial oh, equality. or It says equantity, actually, here. It's a typo. Sna this, is, this is my favorite part. Snacks are handed out for free, and virtually no police <laughs> are in sight. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. So, so the thing about the snacks is the quote-unquote peaceful protesters quote unquote requested it's not so much requested but demanded all the local businesses in the in the six block area provide them with food and beverages option it just said it's free no no i don't you, it, they they can't say they have to oh. provide, no it said free snacks were free <laughs> free dude snacks. there's no such thing as a free lunch doesn't that make it sound so sweet and innocent? Snacks were provided. I mean, <laughs> this, is not, <laughs> this is not like a school. I mean, of course. I mean, if someone provided. takes over an entire six-block radius of my city, <laughs> and uh, you know, is walking around with guns, I totally want to feed them snacks. Oh my god! That's my, so, that's my first. <laughs> there's a story. Wait, wait. So here, this is okay. So this is seven hours ago. So Seattle. Um, this is from. Um, again, it's from Google News. Seattle Mayor yeah. says she doesn't know how long Chaz occupation will continue. Mm. Seattle Mayor Jenny Durkin, D 
jokingly said, we could have a summer of love when asked how long <laughs> Seattle's police-free zone can remain a Summer of love. Oh, my God. These are insane. <laughs> oh, yeah. They are insane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw oh, a story earlier and then, where they invited the homeless in <laughs> to feed them, and the homeless took all their food. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, so it says, oh, after weeks of protests following oh. the death of George Floyd, Seattle demonstrators successfully ousted some law enforcement personnel from the Seattle <laughs> Police Department's East Precinct on Monday, Peaceful forcing them protest. to barricade the building. So several city blocks in the area have been taken over by protesters and deemed a police-free zone. Peaceful a wide protest. range of demands have been raised by demonstrators, including defunding the police, Durkin, the mayor's resignation, using the funds to invest in community health and services and dropping charges against protesters. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> it, it, I, I saw another um, on Twitter earlier that they, they, they made a garden. Did you see that one where they made a what? garden? What? They made, they made a garden. Yeah, they made a garden. They took some kind of paper. Actually, most likely they raided a local lawn and garden store, a Home Depot or something. Oh and they, they, in a field of grass, they right. just put down clumps of, they put down dirt and then they just put the seeds in there to grow better. <laughs> they didn't dig holes or anything like that they just put and they're trying or to, like or they're trying to grow lettuce they're trying to feed themselves oh my God. The commune <laughs> <laughs> and in this thread i saw on um uh, on twitter oh. a farmer chimed in and said uh that'll probably feed four people a little bit of salad and the amount of calories that they'll get from <laughs> food, maybe they'll get five or 10 calories. Oh, they'll die before winter. Yeah, they're burning like 300 calories <laughs> trying to make it. So it's just, God, this is yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> it's just hilarious to the nth degree. Because they actually think, I know. They're, they're, uh, they actually think they're accomplishing something. And they don't see the hypocrisy or the irony, the irony of all of it. Oh, it's just rich. So here's another quote by Durkin. The police will be policing there. I want to be very clear on that. Our chief of police was in there assessing today. We take public safety very seriously. We've met with businesses and residents today. We don't have to sacrifice public safety for First Amendment rights. Both can exist, and we'll make sure both exist in Seattle. Oh, my God. And there, oh there's another Lord. video that I Where saw. Where are Mao and Stalin? I mean, this is like, <laughs> they're, they're I mean, this is like some serious <laughs> propaganda. There was another video I saw <laughs> where there are like a group of people talking. This one lady, she's got the microphone, and she's saying that she should be in charge when the other people are trying to be in charge. This other guy tries to get the microphone, and she goes, six feet, six feet. She just kept saying, every time he came up to her, she's like. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I saw that. So yeah. basically, to give it a larger context, the woman, in fact, was standing up and kind of, so this is a group of pro, quote, unquote, peaceful protesters in the, within the autonomous zone. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And basically, they're kind of like infighting. And this one African-American woman or black woman, she gets up and she starts screaming <laughs> at the rest because they're acting a fool. And yeah. so she's like. You can't come up at me. You can't tell me not to say anything because y'all have had, you know, your time to say whatever you want to. And then, of course, you know, because, like, you also have to hashtag. <laughs> right, right. Well, you know, like, social distancing, right? Like, now that you're done yeah. pillaging and, like, completely ruining freaking city, you know, now it's time to worry about social distancing. So she was right. Like, all of them, she goes, yeah, you still got another two to go. You got another two to go. Don't make me tell you again. <laughs> It's. I mean, if you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, if if, if you've literally occupied, essentially, taken over a part of a government, yeah. a government uh, area, I think you got bigger problems than making no, sure it's five or six feet. I, I, I used to live in Seattle. 
because I used to live everywhere, right? And uh, this is a right, right. long time around. <laughs> this is a long time ago when I was a kid. I loved Seattle. I thought it was sure. a wonderful city. I just <laughs> loved it. It's, but this is just unbelievable. You, you, I don't know if you saw the movie or read the book. What is it? Lord of the Flies? With the kids yes. on the island. Yep. This is what's happening. This yep. is Lord of the Flies. It's like, I need, I want the conch. Give me the conch. I mean, this is Lord of the Flies <laughs> through and through. They are going to implode within. They are going to eat themselves. And you know what the government, yeah. the federal government should do is just let them mm. Let them be. Let well, them I think I think that's kind of I think that's what's kind of happening because if if Trump yeah. were to go in there, it would I mean it would just completely erupt. However, that being said, even though technically you know if the city isn't able to reestablish you know authority, yeah, it would that it would then fall to the state first to enact you know a show of force, and then if the state yeah. were incapable or unwilling, then it would fall to the federal government. Just I mean, even even ridiculous progressive states like Washington yeah. still have, to, you know, they still they still have have a chance to self-govern before the federal government comes yeah. and kicks their butt. So what you got going on in this um, Chaz zone uh, is you've got. Uh, total right, I want to know. I want to know why. <clears throat> yeah, I want to know why means? it's called Chaz. Though. I have no idea. Yeah, why Chaz? It's like after Chaz Bono. Yeah, I don't know, right? Right. If somebody does know, please email us at politicsandbrownlicker at gmail.com. But yeah. I, I, what's, what's going on right now, and it's probably gotten worse since we've seen it, because it will not get better. You've mm. got the, thug, the thugs are going to start taking over. They're going to start the people, the, the more. The, well, the they more, already have. Oh, yeah. So it's just, you know, there's that old saying, power corrupts, absolute power corrupts, absolutely. So those that are mm -hmm. the strongest are going to start taking over the weaker of the set, whoever in that group, doesn't matter. So those who have the means to be the strongest, whether it's through firearms or other types of means, are going to take control because that's human nature. That's what's going to happen because now they have absolutely zero control. It's absolute chaos in this seven blocks Chaz zone in Seattle. And it's going to end in either some people getting hurt, some people getting killed, and the city doesn't know what to do. The mayor doesn't know what yeah. to do. She's such a far leftist that she doesn't know how to take control of this without pissing off the rest of the leftists around the country that think somehow this is a peaceful protest, but it is not. I mean, this is pure, unadulterated. Well, I, I, I think, I don't know it's so much that they don't, they don't know that it's not a peaceful protest. I mean, obviously, I mean, they can see it's not a peaceful protest yeah. you, you may be right about that i think it's just they're not to willing face. to admit yeah i agree with that I agree oh well that. yeah i mean they can't possibly admit that you know the ridiculous progressive ideas are yeah. you know blowing up on themselves well I mean, this is just... not this is not going to hurt trump this is going to help trump the silent majority is going to get bigger and bigger because we're watching this people mm -hmm. across america are watching this regardless of whether or not the media wants to report it it's out there i mean people are not yeah. I don't. I, I often say Twitter is accessible. It is accessible, but there are a lot of conservatives on Twitter. In oh, fact, they're sure. on Twitter out of spite that Twitter is so leftist that they're on Twitter just to prove to Twitter that we're out there. I mean, I interact with thousands of them on Twitter. So that this inf this is where I'm getting a lot mm -hmm. of this information, and the the majority sees what's happening. So you go back again to the '60s and the riots and how Nixon was able to sweep the country 
Because, you know, what's that old saying? Those who do not remember their past are destined to repeat it or doomed to repeat no, it? No, are just, so those who don't, those who don't remember, those, those who, do, yeah, those who do not study or read history are yeah. doomed to repeat it. Yeah, so this is yeah. what's going on right now. I, you know, I know what the polls are saying. Um, and, you know, polls, you know, polls can be manipulated. Polls can come out any way you want a poll to go. Now, I also know in 2016, the polls, believe it or not, were accurate. The polls showed that Hillary Clinton had um, an advantage over Trump, but it was in the national vote. So, and she won the popular vote. Well, right. right. I mean, I mean, the smaller, yeah. yeah. But you know, thankfully, <laughs> our country, <laughs> well, yeah. well, our country they, has electoral college. What they weren't looking at last election season, around 2016 election season, was that they weren't watching the polls mm-hmm. going on in Wisconsin and Michigan and those states that were the ones that. Well, were- Hillary Clinton also. Right, but Hillary Clinton also failed to make last-minute stops there, mm-hmm. whereas Trump was yeah. doing three, sometimes four rallies in a day. Wow, you know, I mean, all over the country. So as we get closer, I mean, Hillary Clinton. He, oh, he's he's already started. He's already started um, scheduling rallies. He has. I'm super he has. excited. And they've given the media has given him some crap for already doing that. That it's going to increase the coronavirus. Oh well, numbers. yeah, but you know, what, like screw, like screw you, media. Yeah. Like, what are you going to yeah. do? Yell at them? Yell at them? Oh, wait, you're already doing that. Oh, it's too late. I haven't seen. No, but I thought it was interesting. I haven't seen what Biden's doing on Seattle. So that's good. They probably don't know how to spin this. He's too busy. (laughs) He's also too too busy just looking ridiculous with a mask hanging off one ear. Yeah, I got that up (laughs) on the screen. And you see the tagline (laughs) even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's death did. Oh, my Lord. Yeah, because George Floyd was definitely much more important than uh, (laughs) (laughs) Dr. King. Right. So we're going to have a holiday name. Oh, Lord. (laughs) It should be like Meth Head Day. Is that that the holiday? Meth Head Day? I'm sorry. I just. Oh, it's, it's okay. Fentanyl, it's fentanyl, 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 fentanyl meth day. Fentanyl meth. Hey, what are you? Are you? Fentanyl what? fails. Yeah, yeah. It's fentanyl fentanyl holiday, day. so you get off work if you're in the banking industry for fentanyl meth day. Fentanyl, fentanyl meth right. day. Right. So I just so we're at, we're on Twitter obviously because again like like E says or loves to say it is yeah. a cesspool. So we're actually on. So I'm actually on here, and I went to um, you know search, and then I went to news, and of course everything. But Seattle is on here. Oh, so oh, headlining yeah, is yeah. Melania Trump renegotiated her prenup before moving to the White that. House. We got to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. COVID nineteen cases have spiked in at least twenty one states since lockdowns were erased. Yeah, we're talking about a that. front page interview with J.K. Rowling's abuser has angered many people. Yeah, the Republican Party's twenty twenty platform condemns the current president. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How <laughs> public opinion has moved on Black Lives Matter. A woman who makes Michael Kors bags was jailed for a Facebook post. Yeah. Like, yeah. where is, like, ugh. And then and then Starbucks won't let employees wear Black Lives Matter Matters gear. That was from yesterday. Oh, but it's already been that. reversed. Star, oh, star, yeah, so Starbucks is now allowing their staff to wear Black Lives Matter T-shirts and gear. <laughs> so, he knows this. I love that. me some Starbucks. Yeah. But they just lost me. I'm oh sorry. Gosh, I'm going to have to figure out how to get my caffeine hit somewhere else because I, I just can't. So um, you mentioned about the media not reporting on this. So this morning I did a test. I was out for a walk and yeah. uh, I looked up while I was walking. I looked up MSNBC, CNN, and Fox News. 
And what I found on mm-hmm. CNN, they were talking about the spike in the corona, uh, um, not deaths, but, you know, infections, I guess you would say. Cases. And, yeah, cases, yeah. Cases, yeah. And they never once mentioned the protests or the riots. They, they kept spinning it from when, because states have opened up like Georgia, as now that more people are out, they're catching it. So that was their whole spin. Nothing to do with the riots. Well, yeah, but the number, but the, the number... No, but I mean, also, I mean, the left was com- like constantly complaining about the yeah. lack of testing. I know. Well, now I know. we have a crap out of testing. Well, and so yeah. it would make sense that the number of positive cases would go up Absolutely. because you have more testing. Exactly. That's like, exactly what do you think was going to happen? Exactly what it is. Yeah. So they, that's what. It's a virus. If you went around. Well, they, they did I mean, not- as you said, I am a doctor. If you if you went around every year and you tested every single person for the flu, yeah. how many people do you think would test positive for more. the flu? A lot more. Uh, how will a lot people? Right. So, it doesn't mean you're going to die of the flu. So CNN was going on and on and on about that. And again, not talking about this massive protest riots we're having nationwide, right? Because you think that may have mm-hmm. something to do with it? I don't know. And then I flipped over to MSNBC. And all, and this is Joe Scarborough's show. Uh, and all they were of talking course. about was Trump's racism. And they kept going, oh, he was bringing God. on some story from years ago. And all they kept going on, and I'm like, <laughs> this, this has to be just a small segment. So I left and came back, and they were still talking about how Trump is a racist. So oh, a horrible racist. Learning. So much so that I mean, Jesse Jackson gave him an award. Gave him an award for yeah, ca- yeah. you know collaborating with the so, black business community. Like what Seattle's the hell? Seattle's in chaos. You got Lord of the Flies going on in Seattle, and they're talking about Trump being a racist. CNN spiking coronas without even mentioning the mm-hmm. the the riots, the protests, and then I flip over to Fox News, and again, I know. And if those of you listening, you hear this all the time. You know, you just, you just watch Fox News. You're just a rube because you only watch Fox News. I don't watch Fox News. I just, I don't watch much um, right. television news. I get most of mine from online sources. But Fox News was doing live shots from what was going on in Seattle. They were actually reporting on the most important story going on right now. So who's fake news? Who's real news? I tell you what, MSNBC is not real news. CNN is not real news. No. I got to give props to Fox. They were the only ones at that moment that I, the, the Seattle yeah. story should be 24 seven right now. That should be on all. Well, I mean, say what you will about Fox news. I mean, they do, they do still have some decent reporters. So this was posted on Twitter about 59 seconds ago. Supplies needed clothes, male pants, male, large shirts, belts, men's shoes, ice, the good kind. Is this in Seattle? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So this is in Seattle. What's cigarettes? Plus lighters. What's the good kind of ice for these guys? I don't care. Um. Well, ice is a it's a street name for I believe meth, isn't it? Oh my god, I don't know. I don't know. I don't travel in those circles. You're a doctor. You don't. Oh well, I mean, I've, I, I, I've watched a lot of drug. <laughs> okay, okay, I've watched a lot yeah. of drug drugs Inc. episodes. A lot of the wire but, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. All right, so l- let me continue. The, this list is very lengthy. Lanterns, yeah. flashlight, head. Wait, hold on. I got old lady. I'm about to turn 34. I got old lady eyes. I like hold it away from my face. Lanterns fly. (laughs) No, actually, that's about that's about you know on par for most people. At age 30, their eyes start. That makes you feel better to say it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it does actually. (laughs) (laughs) Lanterns, flashlights, and head headlamps. Portable solar chargers. 
Gatorade, electrolyte powder, backpacks, reusable bags, tents, sleeping pads, <laughs> pillows, tarps, track phone, minutes card, body lotion, shoes, <laughs> bedding, comforters, zip ties. Oh, we're getting a little oh, freaky here. No. <laughs> Folding chairs, laundry bags, personal pants, <laughs> body wash. These people aren't serious people. Disinfectant and sunglasses. Oh my god! Oh my god! I don't uh, think they had deodorant on there. Oh well, you know they don't use it before. Why they use it now? So. Oh, I mean, if y'all are gonna people, protest, you're like, occupy. Oh my god! Like. If you're if you're going to be an occupying force, you might want to figure out how to bring your own supplies, y'all. <laughs> so, in other words, what you're telling me is they really can't survive outside of mom and dad's basement. So exactly. They, yeah, yeah. So what's going to exactly? Happen? You know, this whole thing. This, this this brings up a great point. This whole thing can come to a screeching yeah. halt if mom and dad would yeah. just shut off their phone service. <laughs> it would all oh, stop. totally. Because, you, you know, totally. I mean, there was one scene I saw, some guy, they accused him of being a white supremacist, which means he probably wasn't, but he was there recording it for for conservative side, right? And they escorted yeah. him out and they were cussing at him and everyone around him was videotaping it with their phone. It was like a circle of people oh, holding goodness. their phones up videotaping. So this is, you know, this is the, the revolution that's going to be streamed or um, live streamed. This is just absolutely crazy. I, yeah. I don't even know how to think about okay, this. Okay, and he was referencing Lord of the <laughs> Well, he was, he was referencing Lord of the yeah. Flies, so... There's a video in 14 minutes ago, crazy guy swinging around a metal pipe in Seattle autonomous zone. <laughs> so it begins. It's begun. And so well, like, I feel. Yeah. 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 And, 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 he, and he's using it to mimic like, like a massive, like Uzi style gun. <laughs> I feel for the people in Seattle. This is just, it's not right that your government has failed you. It's, it's absolutely unconscionable that the elected leaders of that city are allowing this to happen to allow these protesters slash rioters slash soy boys slash uh, rappers, whatever you want to call them, to take over yeah. an area of your city and shut down one of your police precincts right. and allow all yeah. of this to happen. I mean, and you know what they did? They put fences around. Wait a minute. I thought fences were uh, fences, bad. barriers. Oh no, it's a mess. It's, oh, okay. Uh, so, and get and get this today. So this came in three hours ago from the Seattle Police Department. Today, federal judge Richard Jones issued a temporary restraining order on uh, Seattle Police Department's use of less lethal crowd management tactics. Hmm. SPD supports and will comply with the judge's order when it, which is in effect for fourteen days. So not only do you allow, does the city mayor allow this group to come in and take over an entire city precinct, yeah. but a federal judge issued a temporary restraining order against the Seattle Police Department in <laughs> using less their less lethal forms of force against protesters or you know bad guys. Like you can't you can't American kill a bad guy, but you also can't like tase him or pepper spray him. This is an American city. This is happening to, and I I cannot believe it. To me, it's it's surreal. So it's just humorous at this point. But reality is, this is absolutely amazing that I, we are witnessing this in our country, this country of all countries. We've witnessed this kind of crap around the world, and now here it is on our shore. Yeah. So this is the left, people. This is the left. This is this is what Stalin once said. Joseph Stalin once said that. 
They will destroy America from within. This is that mm-hmm. plan playing out. Yeah. This is what the yep. left is all about. There are no more um, moderate Democrats. They've all been run out of the party. Now there are only um, far left Democrats and power hungry Democrats that are allowing this to happen and fostering and uh, fanning these flames. And this and, and the, the mayor of this city actually is trying to justify it. It just boggles the mind. This is what's going on in our country. Oh, it definitely does. Scary. It really oh, I know. You know, I'm, I'm proud really- to live in the state of Georgia where, you know, I hope, and that's a wishy-washy word, that this, this, this kind of stuff doesn't happen <laughs> here. But my goodness, you never know. Well, I mean, at least at least outside of, you know, the, so if you're not familiar with Atlanta, a two, uh, route t- um, Highway 285 kind of goes around in a circle. Yeah. And so anything yeah. inside of two, in, anything inside of that circle is called ITP, inside the perimeter, and anything out is called OTP, outside yeah. the perimeter. Yeah. Um, and so anything inside the perimeter is pretty progressive. Everything outside the perimeter is yeah. pretty conservative. Very, and very. even in Cobb County alone, which is one of the major counties, yeah. you know, t- that actually touches, you know, the inside the perimeter or is yeah. adjacent to gun sales went up over 400% in the last week and a half. I'm so, sure I mean, as far, yeah. So as far as Georgia goes, I mean, I feel yeah. pretty confident that if something would happen there, like here. It would be shut down pretty quickly. I mean, well, inside well, of it, inside the perimeter might fall, but the remainder of the state would be completely fine. Yeah. Well, we were just talking about, too, we had a recent primary here in the state, and mm-hmm. Trump um, got more votes than all the other Democrat candidates combined. Now, granted, Joe Biden's the nominee now, but there were still other yeah. Democrats on the ballot, and Trump got more votes than all of them combined, including, obviously, Joe Biden. So mm-hmm. people are looking that as some kind of bellwether of what may happen. Yeah. I'm not so sure because the numbers weren't that big of a delta between the two. But uh, a lot of people are looking at that as a bellwether. I mean, I mean, the thing is, people are just looking for any, any yeah. glimmer of hope to hold on to, grab onto. Yeah. And I completely understand because it's incredibly, you know, demoralizing and frustrating and depressing. I mean, to look yep. at this, I mean, mind you, I was listening to, um, if it, you know, uh, Andrew Clavin's podcast off the Daily Wire this morning, and it's these little nuggets that kind of you know hit me, and I think about them, I digest them yeah. um, throughout the day. And he said that you know the last three decades have been unprecedentedly peaceful and stable, you know, in our in our country, and yeah. it's true. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're just entering another period of unrest, which is normal most countries do not enjoy almost three entire decades of relative peace yeah yeah you know most countries if they're lucky you know enjoy a few years at most we 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 talked about this before too our form of democracy has lasted longer than any other uh, consistent Mm -hmm. running government in the history of mankind so there are other countries obviously that are older than ours but there's no country in the history of the world that has had the same consistent running type of government as long as we have, yeah. and we're run our course. Statistically, mm-hmm. we're about 20 years past uh, our demise. Statistically, most governments fail around 200 years or so. So we've kind of, we're on yeah. that edge. I, well, I, you know, I think, so, I mean, as, as much as, you know, I love the United States and I think it's an yeah. amazing concept to have an entire country that spans, 
you know, north to south and east to west is as good of an area as ours does. I don't know. I don't know that it can necessarily exist in its current state, you know, because each each area and, and we run into this issue in Canada because yeah. each region of, of the country is so incredibly diverse. Yeah. What I think enables it to continue as such is that there's a good portion of the, of the country that's completely, you know, virtually unoccupied because the majority of it is just like too cold. harsh. Well, cold, yeah, but yeah, completely yeah, unforgiving. Yeah. I mean, just that, you know, the conditions yeah. are ridiculous. Yeah. And so, whereas the United States, I mean, there's a good portion of the country that's, you know, fairly well occupied. So even if, you know, you're in Wyoming or, you know, nowhere in yeah. Montana, you still have a much higher population density than a lot of places in Canada, yeah. you know. Um, but each area is so different and has such different needs, um, you know, and uh, style of governance. You know, every election year, every election cycle, presidential election cycle in this country, mm-hmm. we always hear this is the most important election of our lifetime. And I've never really bought into that. And I'm not saying I buy into it now, but this yeah. is, this is if we want to stop, the left, if we want to stop the left from having the power to continue to do this, is honestly, yeah. the Republicans have got to win back the House. They've got to keep the Senate, the presidency. Actually, we don't even need the presidency. What we need are both houses of Congress to stop the Democrats. If we have both houses of Congress, we being conservatives, yeah. and effectively the presidency is neutered. So uh, right now, as I see it, I still believe Trump's going to win, contrary to what the media is trying to tell everybody. I believe we <laughs> retain the House, but I'm sorry, not the House, the Senate, but the mm-hmm. House is what's important. If the Democrats retain control of the House of Representatives, they're going to impeach him again. They're going to try because they'll have the power to do it. So, well, I mean, and, and, and it now. also won't be on it also won't be on the same things because, yeah. you know, they can't impeach him on the same thing. But this I mean, speaking of neutered, <laughs> well, speaking of being neutered, yeah. uh, I think we mentioned quick. I think we made a quick mention. Melania Trump was in no rush to move into the White House. That's yes. when she renegotiated her yeah. prenup. A new book says, yes. So we're down in the mud. Let's get into the nitty gritty and hear all the dirty laundry. Well, I read the article and nowhere mm-hmm. in this article. Nowhere in the article <laughs> is a source to this to prove that she really right. of course. It says sources within. It says no nothing. It was so <laughs> and then it goes on to this. Right. Huge, Anon- anonymous yeah. anonymous sources. Huge hit piece against Melania <laughs> Trump. The, that's the the article goes into yeah. basically talking about how she's just as bad as Trump, just as maniacal, just as just uh, power hungry. I mean it's the it's such a hit piece. And I, I, the only reason I read this article is I knew exactly what I was going to find, which was nothing. I knew I was going to find in this article there would be no sources, and I knew I would find that they're going to somehow slam Melania Trump and turn her into a bad guy, too. It really is. A- right. I mean, I mean, she's arguably one of the best, if not the best, first ladies we've yeah. ever had. I mean, she's incredibly gracious, poised, I mean, quaffed. Yeah. I mean, I just... I mean, even if you don't agree with President Trump's politics, I mean, the fact that there is a first lady like Melania Trump should give all of us hope because, yeah. oh, my Lord, Michelle Obama was such a train wreck of a first lady. Really and one of my biggest complaints, and this may seem petty to some, but hear me out. 
were her clothing choices, especially when they were in more casual settings. Mm -hmm. She would go around and she would look like a bum. And I'm sorry, when you are the wife to the leader of the free world, you don't get to take a casual day. You don't get to go to the grocery store in your pajama pants. Now, you just in, don't. In this That's article, not okay. By the way, in this article, if you start mm -hmm. reading between the lines, because you've got to do that in just about any article nowadays, because you mm -hmm. can never get the story. If you read between the lines, it, it, I mean, it even says in here, and, and she lays out an argument that Melania Trump is as devoted to her own myth-making as her husband is to his. And it goes on what and on. What does that even mean? So like, I know. It goes on and on how they're so like, but it also goes on and on how she supports him, how they do absolutely love that. He does um, uh, confide in her and ask for her opinion. It's like all the things you would want, they're saying in a backhanded way. Yeah. But it, uh, I took away from the article. Well, and, they, and they don't have the information they're, they're, they're putting out there. They don't know that. Well, well right. But when, but when Melania Trump and, and when Melania and Trump got together originally, you know, someone yeah. said, well, it, it, someone kind of said to her, well, don't you think he's just, you know, aren't you offended by the fact that he's probably just with you because you're so incredibly beautiful. Mm -hmm. And she, and she, and she responded in kind of saying, well, do you think I would be with him if he weren't so wealthy? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, That's I mean, she's awesome. from a part of the world where it's, yeah. I mean, being realistic and pragmatic is, I mean, you, that's how you get through life. Yeah. I mean, she funny. grew up, she grew up in, so, you know, a communist country. I mean, it's, you know, like, you're another, beautiful, you're rich, it works. <laughs> here's another slam on her in the article. Photographers and others who have worked with her over the years, including native uh, photographers, Italian, photographers, I'm sorry, photographers, I always get caught, <laughs> including native, native speakers of Italian, French, and German, told me that they never heard her use more than a few words of those languages. <laughs> really? Oh my so lord! We're, I mean, it's not—it's not enough that she source. literally had dinner. Like she yeah. has dinner. She goes to state dinners, and she has dinners with heads of of state, yeah. and she literally speaks to them in their <laughs> native does. language. For well, like photographers, <laughs> for for good of hers, only heard her say "wee oui, wee" oui, <laughs> or "alvederzane" or "ciao." That's all they heard. That's all they heard. <laughs> it's just maddening. Oh my lord! Well, <laughs> even there though, that's more than Michelle Obama knows. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's I mean, that already she's far more accomplished. Yeah. And so, she doesn't look like a man. So there's know, that. And, and, <laughs> and she hashtag also, dude uh, looks like a lady. She was a millionaire when she met Trump. So, you know, she, mm -hmm. she was successful and all right. And you know what? I, I, I oh, get yeah. I get the whole um, trophy wife thing. That's what it looks like. Cause, okay. Call it what it is. It is, right? Mm -hmm. it's, she's yeah. easily identified as a trophy, life, trophy wife. But like you just said, she, uh, she owns it. She doesn't have any problem with it. Why wouldn't she? So, no, no. And um, nor is there any shame in it. I mean, the shame would be if you try to hide it. Yeah. And, but, but I do believe that they genuinely care for each other. Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, it, it may not be a conventional marriage like you or I might want to have. Yeah. That being said, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, they're in a completely different they're a completely different yeah, uh, arena. Yeah, it does go on to say they sleep in separate rooms, but they converse all the time. I don't know that. I'm not trusting the article, so I don't really know if they do. If they do, they well, do. I mean, but even if they do sleep in separate rooms, I could see, yeah. I could see how that would happen because Trump sleeps three to four hours a, a night. Yeah, and yeah. you know, and if he's up all night, you know, trolling on Twitter or what have you, or doing all kinds of other things. I mean, I imagine yeah. he's probably like you. He paces a lot. 
I can see him pacing <laughs> up and down, up and down, yeah. up and down. Yeah, because I get up at, the, I mean, three, four in the morning all the time. So and it, it's a bothersome to the other people in the room. So there's no doubt. Because I, I, well, I, maybe... I live in a commune. So there's like three. There's like three, three, three. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I didn't know that. I mean, <laughs> I didn't so, realize they had townhomes in, in the commune. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Occupy, uh Occupy townhome. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. But uh, this okay, article is this article is just so devoid of actual facts, and it's all just uh, mm -hmm. hearsay and conjecture. It's just the uh, you know that why they're attacking the first lady. I mean, I get why they're attacking because they're they're low lives, but they're attacking her right before an election because they're trying to again another wedge. I always ask what's next and uh, we always get something more and I know I should stop asking what's going to happen. Oh, next. and I always get so mad at you. I know, I know because there's always something more. Asking what's next. Oh, here's it. Yep. Oh, well here, here, here you got it. There was a dumpster fire in Chaz, so the world's newest country called the Seattle Fire Department. <laughs> <laughs> the world's newest country. This just this just <laughs> happened. A dumpster fire. Okay, or anyone remember that uh that would be I think it was mayor or state rep. Dumpster fur. <laughs> a dumpster fur is a perfect metaphor for our world's newest country, Chaz. If you haven't heard, there's an autonomous zone located in Seattle, Washington, and Capitol Hill. Oh, here we go. They're calling it Chaz. Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone. Okay, so now ah, we have an answer what Chaz sense. is. Okay, oh, my brain feels so much better. Here is a great explanation of Chaz. Protesters in Seattle have been camped out this week in an enclave called The Chaz. Oh, what's that in the Charlie Charlie's Angels movie? But it was called the this guy. Uh, Seth, was it Seth Green, the comedian, called okay. himself the Chad? The Chad. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> the movie. Chad was great. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. Movie. Anyhow, um, but in the enclave called the Chaz, where there's a smoking section, room for political <laughs> discourse, and free food if you can find it. Oh, okay. So you also have to find if the food. If you can find it, if you can find it, that's a distinction. Rather, if you can steal it or you know intimidate someone to give it to you. Short for the Capitol Hill Autonomous Zone, the Chaz is located outside the Seattle Police Department's now deserted East Precinct, at 12th Avenue and East Pine Street in the hip, bar-friendly neighborhood. Yeah. The department's sign um, was painted over to read Seattle Police Department. From what I've gathered, we're trying to take our community back so we can live without a massive police force patrolling the streets. Oh, my God. <laughs> Last oh. night, there was another electric night in Chaz, just so we were clear on the definition. Okay. And that just a came over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, being separated from the government, Chaz would never call, say, the fire department, right? But no, oh they did. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, but anyhow, but, uh, but I guess their definition is a Chaz is a community that is autonomous, from the generally recognized state or authority structure in which it is embedded. Autonomous zones are not controlled by any government as recognized by other governments or by any religious authority. It's chaos. It's chaos in Seattle. It's just uh, uh, unbelievable that we're seeing this. We're really just unbelievable. Yeah, no, totally. So, um, so we got... We got coronavirus being whitewashed by the media. We've got Seattle being whitewashed by the media. We've got the first lady yep. being vilified by the media. Um, you know, it's everybody's vilified by the media now. As we get closer and closer to this election, it's just going to get worse and worse. And ladies and gentlemen, what we have to do is we have to stay vigilant. 
we are, I don't, you know, I, I'm, we're the not so silent majority, but there is still a silent majority. There are a lot of people that are speaking up. I mean, case in point, we're doing this podcast, but we've got to stay yeah. strong. We've got to make sure we vote. I mean, we got to vote Democrats out of office because they have become. Well, that's not right. Yeah. It's uh, um, they, the, the Democrats are just, they're out to destroy this nation. They are destroying this nation. These are leftist cities that are taken over. These are leftist states that this is all happening. I don't say leftist cities taken over, that the protests are taking over leftist cities. There was a skirmish mm-hmm. in Miami also yesterday where oh, really? we're driving by. This is the, the video I've got pulled up now. Police <clears throat> were driving into a neighborhood and a skateboarder, soy boy, smashed a police car with a skateboard and they got out and they pummeled the guy. I mean, he, and the guy, the guy oh, wow. attacked a police car. You know, he, he hit it with a skateboard. <laughs> you see it right there. So the police said, that's enough. They yeah. get out and they tackle mm-hmm. the guy. And the people in the crowd were saying, you're on his neck. You're on his neck. Get off his neck. And uh, oh, the, police said, yeah. oh, the police said, like, they're not anywhere near his neck. Yeah, they they went into defensive positions and they protected their own and they arrested, I think, like three people. He said, but you can you can hear people in the crowd basically accosting the police. We're in we're in anarchy mode here. We're in chaos mode. So and in this point in time, it is more or less about protecting yourself, protecting your family, protecting your loved ones, supporting the police, by the way, because, yeah, there's going to be some bad cops out there. But by and large, the police are there to protect us. And they are hamstringed, a lot of cases, by their leftist leadership of their city. So that's what's happening in Seattle. Or rather, they're hamstrung. Hamstrung. Yeah, Yeah. hamstrung. Sorry, hamstrung. That too. That too. But... Just wouldn't be here if I didn't have you to correct me. So thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're so welcome. Sorry, I don't mean to like. <laughs> well, why don't we do this? You on the air. <clears throat> We've been talking for a while, so let's go ahead and take a break. And take we'll a be break. back after. Even though this is a presidential election, there are many more candidates on the ballot besides the president. So go to Ballot Ready for a nonpartisan guide to your entire ballot. From there, you can compare candidates based on the stances on issues, biography, or endorsements, and then save your choice to use when you vote by mail or in the voting booth. You can even request your absentee ballot or make a plan to vote early or on Election Day. This election matters. So make sure you are ready and you vote and you vote informed. So visit go to ballot.org, enter your address Make sure that you vote and vote informed. Now we are back. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the ad. Hopefully it wasn't too long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I will say that the ad, not to to get too much, but Anchor is very, very easy to use. So you have another question from a listener. Yes. Yes. So our listener is Kenzie. Mm -hmm. And she said, I have another question for you. In the light of everything that is going on in the United States today, a lot of people have been swayed to get away from the two-party system that we have and go towards the independent party for this this upcoming election. Are independent votes wasted votes? 
Will it destroy Trump seeing as a handful of people that voted for him in 16 are now voting independent, but Democrats will still vote for Biden, even if they don't like him? Yeah. Well, I, I, first of all, thank you, Kenza, for the question. I don't know. E, do you want to start? And then I'll, I will. Uh, you know, I, 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 I think. Yeah, at this point, now I am a registered libertarian, and I've been um, seriously rethinking that, and here's why I'm a registered libertarian, because libertarians don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. One is they keep putting up candidates that don't have a chance, and I met uh, the recent libertarian candidate for the state of Georgia, really, really nice guy, sharp guy, enjoyed the conversation, but the libertarians just don't, they cannot get their act together to be viable candidates. At the state level is where they should be really focused on growing their party, and they just can't seem to get mm -hmm. their shit together to do it. And now on a federal level, because that's what we're really talking about here, is you yeah. had this happen back in 92, Ross Perot. Ross Perot yeah. ran as an independent, I believe it was. I don't know if it was another party affiliated. And all he did was take enough votes away from George H.W. Bush to swing the election to um, Bill Clinton. Yeah. Now, with that said, we are mm -hmm. way farther along in this election than when that 92 election happened, as well as the 96, because the same thing happened in 96. But I would say in 96, mm -hmm. Ross Perot wasn't as much of an impact. But we're too far in now. So if someone wanted to, you, you get, we're basically a two-party system right now in our country. So if, let's say you don't like Trump, you don't want to vote for Biden, I get it. You know, it's the lesser of two evils to some people, yeah. and I get that. But if you vote third party, quite honestly, if you would vote for third party and you did vote for Trump or voted for conservatives in the past, you're in effect voting for Biden. If you voted a uh, third party and in the past you voted for Democrat candidates or whatnot, you're in effect voting mm -hmm. for Trump. So I don't, I don't think there's a viable option. I don't I mean, think I don't, it helps. I think it I, hurts. Well, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a, I, I think you're making a lot of assumptions. I mean, one is that, you know, all Democrats will continue to vote, will vote for Biden regardless. Yeah. I mean, the last election, there are a lot of Bernie Rose who refused to vote for Hillary Clinton. Yep. And I mean, yep. you know, thing. I've referenced before, you know, those horrible TikTok videos where, you know, we have a bunch of snowflakes shaking maracas and doing weird dances in their kitchen and very disturbingly loud tie-dye, you know, clothing. Please don't make me vote for Joe Biden. Please yeah, don't make yeah. me vote for Joe Biden. So, I mean, I think it's a false assumption that, all Democrats are going to vote for Joe Biden. I think the Bernie bros feel like they got, you know, shanked again. Oh, you know, they just completely got shafted. And so I think there'll be a lot of disenfranchised Bernie bros that stay home or vote for Trump out of spite. Yeah. You know, I think I think that's, you know, assuming that they're just going to vote for Joe Biden, you know, is a mistake. Um I don't know that a vote for a third party is a wasted vote because first of all, I mean a vote a vote to me is a very sacred thing. I mean it's your, you know, constitutional, you know, you have a right to vote, yeah. you know, and it's your duty to exercise said right. Um that being said, I don't I mean there may be a lot there may be instances where you know, you may inadvertently hurt your can, you know, the the one of the candidates with voting for a third party. Yeah. But um, but I mean, if you really feel convicted to vote for somebody, I would never, ever, ever say 
Well, I don't agree vote with that, for that. It's you know? it is a wasted vote because it's not going to lead to one of the other winning. It's just not. <laughs> yeah, Doctor C. I mean, I see where you're coming from, <laughs> but you're still completely, totally wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a wasted vote. I'm sorry. If you're if you're even remotely conservative at this p- point in time, if you uh, put your vote into a bucket that has absolutely no chance, no chance, because there are only two chances in this election cycle: Biden and Trump. That's it. There are. No other thing. You can sit there and do your protest vote all you want. Hey, more power to you. As you said, you do have that right. More power to you. But if you mm-hmm. are involved and you want to protect this country, and if you vote for, in my opinion, anyone who votes for a Democrat is a bonehead as it is. I'm sorry. The Democrat <laughs> Party is, 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 is I'm, I'm going to say it. I think to this, at this point in time, the Democratic Party is just evil. They are a destructive party. They, they are a divisive party. And, and the Democrats, if they get the presidency and if they have even one House of Congress and the presidency, they'll do damage. If they have both houses of Congress and the presidency, they will ruin our nation. Joe Biden is a complete and utter moron. He does not have his faculties about him. He is not an effective leader. If you vote for Joe Biden, you are voting for a staff to run the country. If you vote for Trump, we know Trump. Well, and if you vote for Joe Biden, you're also voting for... Yeah, go ahead. Well, right. But I mean, essentially, if you do vote for Biden, though, you are voting for their for his VP candidate. I mean, pretty much whoever that might be. I actually I actually have a I actually have a running bet with one of my friends. Um, (laughs) I think Keisha Lance Bottoms is actually really? going to be his VP. I think Keisha Lance Bottoms is going to be his VP pick. And I think it's very telling that she's been really quiet since her um hmm. her last post last Sunday where she posted a picture of um you know the black power fist up in the air. Yeah. Um I think it's very telling because I think she needs to be quiet right now so she can lay low and not cause extra controversy. Well, I I, I, I think, think it, I think it's her. I, I think I we'll think go off topic a little bit. I think if she does take the position, it is a, it's a no lose situation for her. It just uh, brings yeah. her her name to a national spotlight because he won't win, and and she'll she'll come out unscathed, and he'll go away in the dustbin of history. But back to the topic. I'm sorry. Yeah. Just at this point in time, this is so crucial that if we allow, I mean, look at look at Joe Biden. The man, cognitively, he's just not all there. And he's been in politics no. for, what, 43, 44 years. He was the vice president of the United a States. A long time. Yeah, under the first black president of the United States. And he's going to sit here and try to lecture well, us. According, according to Morgan Freeman, only first half black. You know, it's just, it's to the point where it's like people wake up. I mean, he is not going to be the savior of anything. At least we know with Trump, crass as he may be, and he is a crass individual. Sure. I, I give you that. But as crass as he may be, we know that Trump will at least drive the economy. You know, granted, you know, the, the, the left right now is trying to blame everything on him, the coronavirus, the economy, the, the unemployment, when yeah. even the riots, everything is his fault. But we've actually seen an uptick in uh, unemployment, or I guess a downtick, you would be. We've seen some improvements recently. We've seen some numbers that are very encouraging that if he is president, I'm pretty confident that it, it will get out of this. We're in a, officially a recession now. 
But so what mm-hmm. Trump will do if he's elected, he's going to you know deregulate some things and he'll do things that'll help move the economy forward. We know if at least I do, if Biden is elected, that regulations are going to crush the economy. It's going to be a long. Mm-hmm. Look what happened under Obama. I mean, it was the longest freaking recovery in the history of our nation. So yeah, I'm sorry. If oh, I mean, in 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 addition, in addition to you know Barack Obama picking winners and losers, you know, yeah, causing exactly. massive subsidies to failing yeah. industry. Um, I mean, I mean, I would. I mean, in an in a in an ideal world, no. What are you wasting your vote? I still hate to say it's a waste of your vote, yeah. but I I think E is right in a way of saying that yeah, if you do vote for an independent or a third party, you well, are helping. What independent third parties are, are out there? Is there anybody else oh, I have, running? There's no viable I, I mean, ones. Not, there may be a couple of not friends. that I know of. I, I mean, yeah. I was surprised Gary Johnson got as much traction as he did the last time around. Honestly, I don't even know if there is a libertarian candidate. I'm sure there is. I'm I'm sure there's a Green Party, but I haven't heard of them. I don't know if you well, have. But, let's see. <laughs> So um, I, I haven't heard anything, yeah. but I mean, even in the last election, you, what, who was it? Uh, was it Jill Stein in the green party? Yeah, or Jill, get Jill Stein in the green yeah. party and get this. She raised money to um, appeal the end decision and she made a buttload of money and she never gave all the rest oh, of it. Of course back. not. Of course not. <laughs> so so oh, wait, here, here, here. Um, uh okay minor party independent candidates for the 2020 united states election let's see so presidential it's, election it's um so we have don so we have don blankenship of the constitution party oh yeah gloria party. la riva party for socialism and liberation oh, yeah, yeah. rocky yeah. de la fuente the alliance party bill collins of the prohibition party oh, oh Oh, gosh. Oh, our podcast out. wouldn't be our podcast wouldn't exist. Prohibition? Ooh. No, thank you. Uh, Jerome right. Segal. Yeah, exactly. What? I know. Yeah, yeah. Jerome they... Segal, Bread and Roses. Wow. Okay. Bread and Roses. That sounds pretty cool. Well, now he may Rudy Rays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I wonder if they're friends with Guns and Roses. <laughs> uh, Rudy Rays, Legal Marijuana Now Party. Bill Hammonds, the, Un- the Unity Party. Brian Carroll, the American Solidarity Party. Wow, I had no idea yeah, no, that I was didn't a either. Thing. So holy hell! So okay, yeah, I'm I'm sorry that I, you know, this happens every election cycle too, and you you've got we are a two party system, good, bad, or indifferent. We have been for a long time. We haven't always been. We weren't founded on a two party system. It kind of just happened that yeah. way and kind of stuck that way because what happens if you put other parties in there it fractures the vote so it does but mind you yeah. i mean the people that vote independent or vote for a third party and yeah. it like is very small so the current presidential nominee for the libertarian party is joe jorgensen jorgensen sorry and the vp nominee is spike cohen well so not a chance, joe, no, not a chance so joe, Chaz to get elected <laughs> so Joe Jor- Jorgensen is actually Joanne Marie Jorgensen is an American academic and libertarian political activist. She is a Libertarian Party's nominee for the President of the United States in the 2020 election. 
Jorgensen was previously the Libertarian Party nominee for VP in the 1996 U.S. presidential election. Yeah. So that means she's old as shit. And then Spike <laughs> Cohen. <laughs> Spike Cohen is an American activist, entrepreneur, and podcaster for the mm. Libertarian Party's nominee for VP of the United States in the 2020 election. So if you Google this guy, Jeremy Spike Cohen, I mean, he looks like an Antifa guy living in his mom's basement. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, would I like more than one party? Yeah, sure. But in at the end of the day, it is what it is. Because if you get three parties in there, what's going to happen? And this is what one side or the other side, the Democrats primarily have done this in the past, is they'll put a third party in there to wedge. They'll just try to wedge it away. I mean, you look at the well, primaries. I don't, do that in the but primaries. I don't know. Yeah, but as far as like practically speaking, though, third yeah. party sounds amazing. But does. I don't know that the American I don't know that the American political system is actually even in even yeah. like it, let's say theoretically we had a three part like all of a sudden we had three major political parties yeah. that you know had like a vi you know a viable chance. So what happens? I don't know that there's any provision for this in the Constitution. Um, if anyone knows, email us at politicsandbrownlinker at gmail.com. Yeah. But if you have three parties, let's say you have the Green Party and they take up 10, 15% of the seats and mm -hmm. you have, you know, the Democratic Party, which makes up 30% of the seats. And then you have, you know, the Republican Party, which is making up, you know, 50 plus 1% of the seats. Well, the minor two minority parties or, right, that's one scenario, or you have... You know, the majority party, which is 40, let's say 45%, they don't have yeah. 50 plus one. Well, I can, I can so tell you what do you do? You. So, so, like, so what, what do you happened. do? Like, No, I can tell you what happened. Well, what happened, it's all about the caucus because you have, you have independents now. In fact, Bernie Sanders is an independent. He's a, he's not a, he's not a Democrat. He changes uh, from independent to Democrat just to run for president, but he's not yeah. a Democrat. He's an independent, but he caucuses with the Democrats. So the way our mm -hmm. system is set up is you can caucus with the one side or the other. So mm -hmm. if you, let's say you've got a party that's re represents 15% uh, and the other two parties represent the remaining um, uh, 85% split. Yeah. evenly. So that 15% party would caucus with one of the other two. Therefore you have a two party system because even though Bernie Sanders represents himself as an independent, he caucuses with the Democrats and pretty much votes party line with the Democrats. Well, no, you really wouldn't have a two-party system because, one, the two-party system, it works because you have a Senate majority leader and yeah. you have, you know, like you have all these majority men and minority leaders. And because they all belong to the same party within that majority or minority, one of the, one of the ways that they are able to streamline the process and actually affect, yeah. like affect change and pass legislation is that they get them all in line because they say, well, listen, if you don't exactly do it, yeah. But, yeah. But, what, but what I'm saying is if you have 15% margin of error, that's massive. And if you're the, you know, majority party and you're like, Hey, I need you to caucus with me today yeah, and take it from me. Okay. Like I did this when I was in youth parliament, I went from the I went from the majority party to, to yeah to the other happen, side of the yeah. aisle, yeah yeah. But what I'm saying is, it makes for very in, unstable. So that it, it, it makes for very unstable political situation. Yeah, that 15 percent would have all the power because they can they can sway yeah. their vote to whichever. Well, caucus. right, exactly. Them, so it's it's not. Yeah. But it doesn't become a caucus. It becomes yeah. a minority ruling the majority. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. 
yeah, but in Canada, though, you have specific rules, you have regulations. Our, you know, we have different rules for um, speaking on the floor. I mean, yeah. I just don't think the United States is set up no, as a not. government to, to deal with no. even a 15%, you know, minority well, and think, party. And like I think that. that's why we, it could be like this in, in, that in this country, according to our constitution, according to the rules of the Senate, according to the rules of Congress. And I think it's not like that because the parties um, have so much power that it just mm -hmm. kind of naturally, as, as a society, as a country, we've not allowed it to happen. Because, yeah. and here's why we've not allowed it to happen. And it's because of our, our system of government is based on 50 independent states. So you've got right. 50 independent elections. And then that's in the Senate, right? There's, I guess, 100 independent elections in the state by 50 in the United States, 50 independent states. In the Congress, you know, it's, it's divvied up by population. So now in each congressional yeah. district, You've got primaries, you've got all that, and it all washes that all out so that independent person, an independent voter would have a real hard time getting elected unless they make some kind of acquiescence to the major party like what Bernie Sanders does. Also, Joe Lieberman is another example of this. Joe Lieberman was a Democrat, and he was, I guess, considered a moderate Democrat, although I'd argue yeah. that a little bit. He was more moderate than what you see in the modern Democrats, but... What Joe, happened to Joe Lieberman is he pissed off the Democrat Party, so they primaried him. They kicked him out. But then he ran as an independent and won. What did he do when he got back in the Senate? He, he caucused caught, yeah. with the Democrats. So our system just kind of is built to where these kind of things naturally don't happen. They could happen, but it would be under extreme conditions. Now, back to uh, Kinsey's question, though. I really want to make sure that we... We address that wholly because I, I understand the sentiment. I understand the feeling because as a registered libertarian, uh, I, there's a reason why I'm, I switched from the GOP to libertarian. I mean, long time ago. And I'm almost to the mm -hmm. point where I'm going to switch back, to tell you the truth. Uh, I would never yeah. switch to Democrats. I've done with the Democrats. Uh, I voted, as I mentioned on this podcast before, in 1992 for Bill Clinton. And it was a life lesson. And I will never do that again. Um, <laughs> not to, what not to do. Yeah, so uh, I get it, but if, you know, and I hate to say it is throwing your vote away because every vote is precious, every vote does count. You do what you want with your vote. It's your but vote, you know, it's your right. But, but yeah, but you know why I think, ways. but you know why I think we truly cannot have a three-party system in the United mm -hmm. States? Because if you have a three-party system, it actually yeah. requires you to be informed and know what the hell is going on. Oh, uh, that's sad, but true. In Canada, po yeah, politics in Canada, yeah. it's constant. Everyone keeps up to date. Like it's, you know, it's part of, it's part of everyday conversation. Like, the, you know, if you don't understand. It's a simple, if, stupid country. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there is, I mean, there is a beauty to that. However, you know, the United States is able to largely function in spite of the majority yeah. of the populace being completely oblivious and, and or ignorant to how the country functions. I mean, if you ask, yeah. how, you know, I love um, O'Reilly on the O'Reilly Factor before it got taken off the air. O'Reilly used to send out Jesse Waters now of Fox, you know, Fox is yeah. the, the five. Yeah, he's in New York. Well, he's got his like, own show, doesn't he? Uh, I don't know if he has his own. He did for no, a minute. He does. He's, he he's has, got his own show. Yeah. Does he still have it? Okay, because he's also on the five. But anyhow, yeah. they send him out into the street. And like, I remember I, this one time he showed, you know, the House, um, House Majority Leader. Uh, you know, so he was pulling up like 
Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Tom Perez, you know, he, they even put up Joe Biden and then majority of people weren't able to identify who these people were. And yet these are the people who are deciding what happens in your everyday life. These are the people who are deciding literally the fate of your country. And, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things. If you want to have a three-party system or at least have a chance at one or explore that possibility, the populace as a whole would have to become Do you know there's more involved and a lot less apathetic? There's a word that's not in the Constitution of the United States of America that most people refer to all the time. And this word is nowhere written in our Constitution. And you hear the left say this word all the time. And in fact, I know we were talking about Mm -hmm. Seattle earlier, so I'm going to kind of swing this back around to it. The mayor of Seattle, Jenny Durkin, Uh, Mm -hmm. She tweeted out about four hours ago from us having this conversation. Seattle is fine. Don't be so afraid of democracy. The word democracy is nowhere in our constitution. Because you know what democracy, you know the definition? Well, you're not, do you know the definition of democracy? Do you know what the definition is? Give me the representation by population. Yeah, it's, I'll give you the pithy democracy. It's two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. And that's what's going on in Seattle right now. And this, <laughs> this twit is sitting here saying, don't be so afraid of democracy. She's actually, this is how I interpret her, her, her sentence. Don't be so afraid of two wolves and a sheep deciding what's for dinner. That's what's going on. So, yeah. We are not a democracy. We are a representative Republican. It is a form of a democracy, but we are a representative Republican and a republic. And and this is why the two-party system has worked so well, whether you believe in it or not, but it has kept the balance of power. Because right now, yeah. if the Democrats got both houses of Congress, the uh, Supreme Court, and the presidency, we'd be screwed. And I would dare to say that if the Republicans got all, all of those levers of power, I don't think it would be great either. We've always been able to manage one of them being in power or, or you know, yeah. of those four, because you've got the presidency, you got both houses of Congress, so that's counted as two, and you got the Supreme Court. Well, and, I, mean, I mean, remember, I mean, even God forbid, if, if God forbid, let's hope this yeah. doesn't ever happen, but if the Democrats were able to gain and you know more seats and take over the house and the senate yeah. i mean trump's the president still has veto power i mean he, he doesn't does. everything everything that the house the and the senate passed power yeah yeah they still have to get the president's signature on it you can't just pass a law without having as a as a general rule i mean i'm sure there's some you know yeah. like exception you have to have two-thirds majority blah 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 yeah. you know that's why i'm because I'm, there's I'm, always like these little rules that are coming up that ben shapiro was just like oh Oh my God, yeah. of course. Didn't you know that? You know, little I'm, okay. I'm just like, uh, no, but it's a general rule. I'm sure. This is why I'm okay with the balance of power. And I prefer one of the houses be uh, controlled by the other party. I actually I prefer that. I honestly, if, we, if I had to have it right now, I'd rather the Democrats control the Senate and the Republicans control the, control the House because if the right. Democrats control the House, they're going to try to um, impeach Trump again impeach him again yeah i love our you know, balance I, of power. I think 
Well, I think I think that even if the Republicans had, you know, this House and the Senate and the presidency, I think you're also assuming a lot and that they're able to actually get together and agree on anything. Well, I mean, that's pro- that's one of the issues. They that's one once, of the issues even within the same again. party. No, no, I'm not saying the Democrats wouldn't impeach him, but what I'm saying is, it, I don't think there'd be a mass. I don't. I don't oh, think it, oh, there'd be like a mass rush of like. Yeah. Let's hope. Let's hope. Remember, I said it earlier. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. What is what has been the biggest blessing of our nation is our balance of power. Now you've got you've got something going on in the Supreme Court right now too. Ruth Bader Ginsburg will not last another term of whoever is president. So whomever is president, right. they're going to get another Supreme Court. And Trump, yeah. you know, we can say good, bad, or different of his picks. They've been better than Bush's picks. I'll give him that. But he well, that's not saying a lot either. Well, he's going to I mean, get I mean one. he should have picked Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, I mean, well, there should there should there should have been any. I mean, Brett Kavanaugh was a bullshit choice. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he really was. He really was. Amy Coney Barrett. What are the what is the left going to say? Oh my God! So you, you know, well, she's the worst, pro-life. The worst pick. She's is, Catholic. Um, you know, like, Bush's George Bush's pick. Oh, why am I drawing a blank on the guy who's Justice the leader? Roberts. Roberts, yeah, that was the worst pick in the yeah. history. Yeah. Oh no, Roberts was picks. the worst. So, so anyway, oh, either or, yeah. the next president gets to select a, a Supreme Court justice. It's Ruth Bader Ginsburg. I don't know. The old broad is pretty tough. Maybe she'll last another four years. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is. One I don't know. I mean, she's women. Been in the hospital ever, a couple times this year. I know that that is one tough broad. But chances are the next president gets to pick one. Yeah. So if it's Trump, then the Supreme Court is in the conservative co- column for at least the next 25 years. Uh, so, so that's what the left, which, that's which what again the left is also, really yeah. apoplectic Which about. is also yeah. another bulwark against yeah. you know, progressive policies. So, I mean, there's just a lot of considerations. There's yeah. a lot of things, but yes. So if I, you're thinking about I, your vote. Overall, I agree with, I agree. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, overall, I agree with Ian that, you know, yeah. if you are not, unless you're extremely convicted to vote for an independent or a third party for the president, yeah. I mean, do what you want on state, you know, and local races. Yeah. But um, if you're talking about like making sure we get the change, we, we need, we keep the president and we get the president we want to keep. Well, Ossoff is then, a um, Did you see that? Yeah. I saw Ossoff that. is a Democrat Senate candidate going up against Purdue. That'll be interesting. Yeah, but um, but back to the question at hand, though. I think yeah, I agree with Ian that for practical purposes, for the presidential election, if you unless you're incredibly convicted to vote for a third party candidate, yeah, you got to vote for Trump. Yeah, you really do. Yeah, it's uh, it's either or. In unless it bothers opinion. you so much, you can't sleep at night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like I said, hey, your vote is precious. You do what you want with it. But if you vote outside of either of the two parties, you're just voting for the opposite of who you're voting against. It's just a fact. And uh, any vote that you give away be- that you would have given to a conservative, by the way, let's say if it wasn't Trump, it was your ideal Republican candidate and you just cannot bring yourself to vote for Trump and you vote for somebody else, you're in effect voting for Biden. You're just giving that vote to Biden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, we're a we're a red state in Georgia. I know they like to say we're purple. I know, they like, but it never it's, it's, we're not there. The, the numbers aren't there. So especially with Kemp, who's being looked at as kind of uh, the leader in this getting back uh, to work and opening up states. Yeah. What's happened in Georgia has been kind of a model for other states. I was talking to a mm-hmm. very good friend of mine who lives in uh, Maryland, 
And he was like, man, I'm looking to your state. You're giving me hope. And Maryland's just going in. They're just starting phase one. And we're coming out of, I don't know what phase we're in, three, I think. I think, I think we're about to go with phase three as of July yeah. 1st. Yeah. So he's or, like, or if not a full phase three, we're about to go into a deeper part of phase two. But I, pretty, yeah. I think it's phase three. And you have not seen the spikes that the media thought would happen in Georgia where Brian Kemp would have blood on his hands. It just hasn't happened. So, no. so, yeah, there's a lot to ponder going back to uh, Kinsey. Kinsey, I know it's, it's a great question. It's a great conversation, by the way. And I think it goes back to looking at, uh, as we discuss here, uh, how, what our country was founded on, what our representative democracy looks like, why we elect, way, why mm-hmm. we vote the way we do, why have it structured the way we do. And, you know, ultimately, it'd be great if we had a country that we could do third. We used to have third parties. And what we found with third party candidates back in the um, uh, early 1800s, you know, we had that happen is one of those parties would mm-hmm. dilute another party. So yeah. another party like that's how um, like I said, that's how Clinton got elected the first time around that there, there's examples throughout history like, in fact, in fact, I mean, one of the most pivotal elections in our nation's history, election of 1840, this is what happened. And it wasn't a third party. It was the Democrat Party that was fractured. You had two candidates for president running in the 1840 election, one for the North and one for the South, both split on slavery. And then you had Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham Lincoln was able to win because the Democrat Party fractured itself into two separate parties because you had two Mm. separate candidates running for president and the Democrat ticket, Northern Democrats, Southern Democrats, and Lincoln was able to get in. So there's an example that actually worked out well for us because, you know, God forbid that the Southern Democrat would have got elected. Right. So, yeah. So, yeah. Well, and and, and again, to my, to my previous point, I I mean, if you had, if you did want, if you did want a functioning, multiple party system in excess of what yeah. we have now, it really would require, it really requires the populace to be engaged, informed, and, you know, not apathetic. Um, I would, I would say though that, you know, third party candidates are independents on the state and local level though. I think that could be a health. I, I think that could be healthy. Yeah. I think, well, I think that could make sense. Start. I would, I would love for the, Dem- the Libertarian Party to get its act together and actually start winning some local elections because that's how you build a party, but they just can't seem to do it. So, and no other party can seem to do it as well. You, you know, the independents, the cop out party. Yeah. Sorry for you independents out there. I get it, <laughs> but you're the cop out party. Well, but I, I'm but again, out I, with I the think, libertarian I think... thing. You know, I fully admit. <laughs> well, but even with the libertarians, though, they're so fractured in and among in, in, in among themselves. You know, like some are like, all right, well, and you know, 100% anti globalist. Some are like, okay, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's basically you have all the. I hate to say weirdos. But you have everyone who doesn't feel welcome in either party, you know, they fall into usually libertarian parties, you know, yeah. the libertarian party or like an independent format. And you just have everything like from people you have, you know, everything from, oh, yeah, let's legalize, legalize cocaine and, you know, yeah. prostitution to, I mean, you know, insert insert cause here. I mean, you just there's just too yeah. much to encapsulate into a solid platform. Well, ladies and gentlemen, look at Seattle right now. If you want to see what chaos, anarchy, socialism is, look at Seattle. If you want that, vote for Democrats. That is your Democrat party right there. 
that is what you can expect. With you want that, you'll get that. Now, what the Democrats are doing, by the way, is they're fanning those flames because they believe this will fraction the country to get a Democrat to get Biden in. But if you want that, if you want what's going on in Seattle, then I highly encourage you to vote Democrat. Now, why would you want that? Why would anyone <laughs> want that? It's well, mad- you know that it's, it's, there's some people like AOC who want, uh, you know, who want communism yeah, and socialism. Well, good luck with that. I mean, I in the history of mankind, <laughs> never has. Right. I mean, never will. they should they should go see they should they should go to Russia or you know, yeah, yeah. or uh, North Korea and then come back after six months and tell us how much they love it. Yep. So anyway, great discussion, Kenzie. Thank you so much for asking because that was um, uh, it got it was able to kind of delve into what I love to talk about is uh, our, our forms of government, the Constitution. And I love, love, love to point out that the word democracy is not written in our Constitution. And you allowed me to bring out the yeah. two wolves and a sheep scenario, which I love to do. So thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'll tell you what, let's go ahead and wrap it up. We got, you know, good discussion today. Yeah. Now, with, with our podcast, we're, we're going to yeah. continue to try to produce some more content. You can support us by going to our main platform, which is anchor.fm slash politics and brown liquor. And you can support us by a monthly subscription of uh, as low as a dollar, five dollars, ten dollars. And that'll help just kind of keep the podcast alive. Please be sure to tell, share this. And with keep us in brown liquor. Yeah, send us some brown liquor, politics and brown liquor at gmail.com. So you can get in touch with us. And uh, if you are a yeah. brown liquor distributor yeah. or you know somebody who is, we would be elated to talk about your booze throughout our podcast. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, a great, yes, great episode. Yes, so and, really we, and, we, and we enjoy trying a bunch of different things. Yeah, and, and you know what? Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, for sure. If you want a lighthearted take on the worldview of politics, Check out the Babylon Bee. I'll give them a free plug. It's a satire site. Who, and they do a phenomenal job of uh, just ripping on the headlines in a satirical way. That is funny as all get out. <laughs> all right. Thanks, y'all, so much for joining us for another pol- episode of Politics and Brown Liquor. And uh, like E said, you can support us on Anchor. And uh, listen, make sure to yep. like and subscribe and follow us on all your podcast platforms yep. and send us your feedback, positive, negative, or otherwise, all to politicsandbrownliquor at gmail.com. Yep. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us a five-star rating. Yes. Yes, please. All right. Yeah. Talk to you guys Thank next you time. so much. And we'll see you guys soon. Bye. Bye-bye.